Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you start at ExpressPros.com. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. A much-anticipated accomplishment in the NBA, the Cleveland Cadavers taking on the San Antonio Spurs, and the Cavaliers did what they usually do when they play better teams. They lost. Uh, But that is not the story. The story is LeBron James. LeBron James, who had congratulated himself in uh, one of the most LeBron James-like moments you can possibly have. Just in case you thought he wasn't a douche, he had to announce that he was a douche. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just wonderful. Uh, I would also, you know, I, I was going to do this, and I thought, well, what the hell, I won't do it. Because I was busy doing some other stuff. But I was going to post, I, I want to thank you know, young Ben Maller for the Marconi Award that I'm about to win. You know, because uh, you know, why not? I, I know I'm going to win the Marconi Award in broadcasting, so I would like to thank my no, no. I'd like to thank my younger self for not being a better student and you know being you know being pigeonholed into overnight radio. If I was a better student, I'd be like a lawyer or a doctor or something like that. But uh, but no. Uh, if you missed it, and God knows, I don't know how you could have avoided it. Maybe you just had the radio off. Uh, but here's how it sounded: LeBron James. In the final seconds of the first quarter in a random NBA matchup on just another Tuesday night in the association, LeBron's Fiesta. LeBron James dribbles between his legs, fires a 20-footer. He knocks it down, and there it is. LeBron James has become the youngest ever to 30,000 as the kid from Akron rewrites the history books (laughs) once again. LeBron James, a long jumper late in the opening quarter has become the youngest player in NBA history to reach the 30,000-point plateau. Yeah, that wasn't scripted at all, was it? That was not. That was completely (laughs) ad-libbed. It was like like the Golden State Warriors offense. There was no choreography at all. 
Uh, there was no preparation, not manufactured, not contrived, not designed, not planned out. Just spur of the moment. Uh, he didn't know what he was going to say, the Cavs play-by-play guy. And he just he, – he, you know what he is? He's a word artist that he was able to <laughs> – no, seriously, seriously. No, listen, listen again. This was totally – Organic was this not? When I heard this, I was like, "Well, this is this is organic." He didn't know what was going to happen. Absolutely, no LeBron question. James dribbles between his legs, fires a twenty-footer. He knocks it down, and there it is. LeBron James has become the youngest ever to thirty thousand as the kid from Akron rewrites the history books once again. LeBron James, a long jumper, late in the opening quarter, has become the youngest player in NBA history to reach the 30,000-point plateau. <laughs> it sounds like that scene from that old baseball movie, The Natural. Does it not? It's a, you know, the kid did it. The kid did it. <laughs> uh, if you have not noticed, if you have not noticed, uh, I... I don't get this. I don't. Uh, but I will talk about it. You know, I'm, I'm a talk show host. That's uh, that's plausibly my job title. And they want me, the company would like me to opine about the big events of the day, whatever's going on. Uh, and it keeps the job fresh. It keeps the job fresh. Like, we get to come in here, and there's different stuff going on every day. And But one of the side effects of that is we don't always like what's going on. Uh, and uh, as a fallout to that, we get to give our honest opinion on this stuff. So, But I'll engage you in some conversation. I'm going to engage you in some conversation. And we're going to hear from, from LeBron because why not? He already congratulated himself. Let's hear him pat himself on the ass some more. But uh, the, the question here is where are you on this? Uh, are you like the basketball media which is filled with a bunch of fanboys, the the NBA media. Uh, I mean, these guys here are, you talk about being in the tank. They're the ones drawing a bubble bath for LeBron James. They're those guys. Uh, they're the ones you know, slobbering all over him. Uh, and, and, and so you've, you've got that going on. Uh, and and then you've got people like me, that, you know, the, the skeptical, cynical types that just don't understand. I really don't understand. Uh, there are very few statistical accomplishments that I I raise my eye to, that I get excited about. This is not one of them. This is not one of them. Uh, so a, a couple of things here. My thoughts on this. You've got Nostalgic Boogie, The Power of Round, and The Drama-Rama, right? you got those three things. Number one, the Nostalgic Boogie. Uh, that, that's this dance that takes place with the the ones that are just all in the tank with the star players in the NBA. And I realize it's great when you reach that level of basketball, when you reach the very top. Uh, I get it. I'm not naive to that fact at all. I'm of the position, though. Here, here's where I stand. The, the sappy, hokey, uh, heartwarming story, I just don't see that in this. Uh, I remember when I was doing the writing stuff, on the web in the in the early old west days of the internet, uh, back in that chapter of my life, and I, I remember when LeBron was in high school in Akron, and he the, the headline I believe was on Sports Illustrated was the chosen one, but I had heard about him even before then, and he was hyped up as the the all being all powerful. I, am I surprised he lived up to the hype? Yeah, I usually bet against guys living up to the hype. I'm not going to lie about that. I, I do, uh, and and so LeBron accomplished it. That's great, but. The, the sentimentality, the, the sappiness, which has always just been annoying. The, uh, for, for me, it's been annoying. But other people love it. They love the, corny, the corniness. They like the hokiness. They like the mushiness of it all. Um, and and for, for me, it's like well, it's all over. When you're sitting around drinking lemonade on a rocking chair, when LeBron's an old guy saying, back in my day, we were better. And you know that's going to happen, right? And players today are seen as soft. By, by NBA standards of, of yesteryear, and these guys will be seen as barbarians and gladiators compared to the next generation of NBA players. That's the circle of life in sports, right? What, whatever's going on right now is looked down upon, and then years and years from now, when that sickening, nauseating, uh, corny stuff comes around, people say, oh, my God, that was amazing. Those heroic athletes back in the day. That's the nostalgic boogie. 
That's the nostalgic boogie. Uh, let's hear from LeBron James here. Uh, LeBron, who uh, is going to pat himself on the back just a little bit. LeBron, tell me how wonderful this is. The moment was uh, just unbelievable. unbelievable. Something It's never been in my dreams about that yes. moment. Of course. The journey is something that I've been on for quite a while now, and yeah. I will never take that for granted. It's an unbelievable moment to be able to share something like that with my crazy teammates. Congratulations, uh, man. The Spurs Nation, they salute to y'all. That was unbelievable, and uh, let's keep this thing going, man. Strive for greatness. Yeah. All right. When you when you reach um, individual accomplishments like like this, you know you're on the back nine. You know you're on the back nine. Right? You don't get to thirty thousand points unless you've been doing it for a long time. You're on the back nine. You're on the downside, and he has passed his prime now. Uh, LeBron with his last last birthday. Uh, another thing, the second part of this is the power of round, or in this case, round numbers. And it, I flash back to when I did a show on the weekends. I will not say who I did the show with. But uh, we, we would get in these, these great debates, and I would always win. Tom I would always I don't know who that was. Uh, but I, I would always win these debates. Uh, but he used to preach all the time. He would, uh, my guy that, that I worked with for years, uh, almost 10 years I worked with this guy. And uh, he would get up there in the, uh, the, the temple of sports talk radio, the tabernacle. And uh, he would he would preach, and and he he was correct about this one thing: human beings and round numbers. Like you could have celebrated LeBron James scoring twenty nine thousand nine hundred and ninety points. What a great accomplishment! But nobody stopped what they were doing. There weren't these heartfelt tribute pieces, these puff pieces that are out there for LeBron James after that. No, no. You've got to wait till that round number. It's the power of round. People get crazy. It's like when someone turns, you know, I'll pick a random, uh, somebody turns 40, you're like over the hill. You're an old geezer. 39, though, you're fine. Like 39, you're, when you're 40, though, oh, my God. It's my It's how people are wired, the power of round. Uh, here's more. From LeBron, uh, LeBron who congratulated himself early in the day before he had even done this. I'm sure that was all uh, well and good there. Did anyone ask LeBron about that? I didn't see him comment on the fact that he was ah, he he had sent out a post praising himself. But anyway, uh, here's uh, LeBron again uh, talking about uh, the historic element to all this. It's just a special moment. It's something I I never set out to do. You know, I'm not even like a score first guy when it comes to playing basketball. I love getting my teammates involved and seeing my teammates be excited about scoring and me getting assists and things of that nature. But uh, for me to sit here and be the youngest player to ever reach 30,000, I put a lot of work into my game. And that's just a, it's been a byproduct of that. Yeah. Well, LeBron does have a very high basketball IQ. We know that. He's a very smart man when it comes to basketball. So I'm surprised that he uh, did not see this coming because as someone that's so intelligent when it comes to the game of basketball, those aren't my words, by the way. That's you guys want me to turn my brain off because I'm a, I have a huge basketball IQ? No, no. That's no. what they want me to do. I'm not going to do it because I got so much to give to the game. Yes, you do. It's a heartwarming story, LeBron. It really is. I'm, I'm overcome with emotion is what I am here. Uh, the last thing, uh, not to be outdone on the douche scale, you have LeBron James with the post hours before the game in San Antonio. Then – you had Greg Popovich, who had like a come-to-Jesus moment with, with LeBron. They got together there. They huddled up, and uh, they had a little chit-chat after the game. And so uh, many of the, the media snooping around, the fanboys in the media were like, well, we must know what happened here. We must know. Uh, and so they, they asked Greg Popovich. They said, hey, Pop, help us out here, right? You know, you're, When you're not ripping Trump, give us something good here. Uh, here's what Popovich had to say when asked about that. A big hug to LeBron after a game. What did you say to him? None of your business. <coughs> Anybody else? Uh, what, can he get fired or retire or something like that? I'm so over Greg Popovich. I, I'm done. Uh, I can't wait till the day he loses that job. Can't there be some kind of scandal with Popovich? Can't, isn't there something somewhere where Popovich can get in trouble here? Can we all hope that there's a scandal to get rid of Pop? I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm over Popovich. He's a, he's a, I can't say what I want to say, but yeah, anyway. 
All right, so Ben Maller Show on Fox. On Fox, if you would like to be part, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. That is the number. We don't give it out very often. Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Garcia. Hanging out with us right uh, right over there. I'm uh, I'm much more interested in the – the reasons why the Cavaliers are stinking right now. And by the way, I did hit my all-in. I am undefeated in uh, in this year in my NBA all-in selections. I saw. I said the Spurs would definitely cover the uh, the spread in that one. So you I know, think, well, Coop lost, but he he had the, the Celtics because he thinks the Lakers suck, so he picked the Celtics. Uh, where are the stories of? Then, uh, uh, did uh, I win mine? I think I won mine. I think they covered the spread. I believe I, I won. Where, where are the stories of Isaiah Thomas? Uh, like he's to blame. For the Cavaliers struggling ever since he's joined the team, they've been terrible. Where's that yeah. story at? Oh, it's uh, well, he's the one that threw Kevin Love under the the bus. Is right? that right? Well, that was what you know, the insiders are saying there. The drama queens in Cleveland. Uh, I mean, I get that. It, you know, you you add a, another player that I guess it takes some time to work him into the team concept. I guess, but you guess. When, when he's good, shouldn't that be kind of easy? Well, and Isaiah Thomas didn't play the first couple of months of the NBA. I, I understand that. That's what I'm NBA saying. Season, but uh, yeah, I mean, they, listen, they're these guys. Uh, there's a, a you've added another privileged little brat to a group of privileged little brats, and the results have been wonderful. If you're anybody else in the Eastern Conference, they've been just just marvelous. There. But I, like, who's going to trade for Kevin Love? He's a middle-aged player with a lot of miles on him and a relatively big contract. Uh, I mean, if you, if you look at the, the Cavaliers this year, the, the stat geeks have pointed out when, with Kevin Love, LeBron James, Jay Crowder, J.R. Smith, and Isaiah Thomas, their net rating is like minus 22, which I don't even know what net rating means, but that's not good. You, I, that I mean, mean? That, that's not good, Eddie. <laughs> that's, I think it's supposed to be a plus, and it's a minus twenty-two. All right. Well, so I believe keep that's it simple. A, All right. I believe that's a negative. I believe when those and Jay Crowder was one of those guys they got from the Celtics. Right. Thomas and Crowder came over from the Celtics, but they that has been a hot mess, a hot hot mess there. Anyway. All right. Everything else good in your world, Eddie. Everything uh, all right? That was yeah. attacked by Blair, our friend Blair Whoopie from Michigan. Whoopie Pie Blair? Yes, was that a, on the, the other show? Yeah, on the, other, on the Boston show. He called up and harassed me, and uh, he has nothing to say at all. Like, I tried to well, explain. What did he say? I mean, how did he harass you? What was he? Well, he wanted to, like, trash talk. He he wanted me to say that the Celtics were going to beat the Lakers, and I was like, well, I'm not a Laker fan. I don't care. Let the Cel- let the Celtics win. I don't, I don't mind. And then he, he went back to his just shouting that the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl, <laughs> and I said – that's terrible radio. Even on a radio station in Boston, that's terrible radio. No one wants to hear that. I mean, that's that's a non-starter. You can't. The conversation ends. Okay, fine. That's that takes two seconds, and I, and he just he wouldn't get it. And he, he was getting angry. He's like trying to yell at me. And I said, "You can't yell at me. You just have nothing else to do. You're bored out of your mind, and you're just calling random radio shows." So you know, we were yelling at each other. Hmm. Yeah. Do you think we'll uh, have some of that on this show tonight? I'm. I told him to go to sleep. So hopefully, Blair's listening to me. <laughs> And he went to sleep. I tell him, just chill out. You don't need to listen. It's like my dad. You know, my dad, just like, go to sleep. I don't even have to tell him to go to sleep, though. He, he my dad's always asleep when I call him. It's like 8 o'clock. And yeah. he's, uh, well, my dad's, uh, what? Huh? Yeah, my dad's usually napping, but my dad's move is to never admit that he's napping. Like, you can tell. You know how you can tell when your old man's sleeping? Oh, my God. Up? That was yeah. when I was a kid, he would do that, my dad. He, yeah. he, I'm like, hey, wake up. He's like, oh, I'm just resting my eyes. Yeah, yeah, my dad, my dad's like, oh no, no, I wasn't, and you could totally tell he has no idea where he is, who he's talking yeah. to, but he's like, oh no, I wasn't sleeping. What he should have told me was, shut up, kid, I work for a living. Yeah, <laughs> go back to playing your video yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Well, the NFL coaching carousel coming to a halt uh, with a lot of guys you've never heard of. Never heard of who are now head coaches in the NFL, but one of the few that is, is a somewhat household name, John Gruden, because he left the cushy job where he ate Hooters and kissed every player's ass on television. Someone now has to replace him. And it's a name that we are familiar with. It's a name that has haunted many of us over the years here. It's 
Peyton Manning. It's been a few years since Peyton Manning and his noodle arm were in the middle of the spotlight, but that name has resurfaced, has resurfaced on the NFL radar. Now, it's at the rumor stage, so if you've missed this, you haven't missed much. It's at the rumor stage, but it's not a front office deal. It's not John Gruden to run the Cleveland Browns. They hired somebody else for that. It's not John Gruden to the Tennessee Titans. That ain't happening. Uh, or or uh, Peyton Manning, rather, the Tennessee Titans. That, but this is about broadcast. And the four-letter network, that small startup in central Connecticut, is going to talk with Peyton Manning about a lavish contract and a role as the lead commentator on Monday Night Football broadcast. So I wanted to talk about this with you. Now, it's a long shot that Peyton will take the job. It's a long shot. Uh, Monday Night Football is not what it was at one point. It's it's diminished considerably. Sunday Night Football is the jewel of the NFL television broadcast. That is the end-all, be-all. Uh, that, that Monday Night eh, takes a backseat. You do Monday Night Football, you are polishing a lot of turds. Uh, you're, you're, you're serving dog food on a regular basis. They get a couple of good Monday Night Football games a year. But more likely than not, you are going to be seeing a lot of the Chicago Bears and their wrong-way offense and teams like that. Now, the question, question is, would Peyton Manning actually be a good broadcaster? Would Peyton Manning be a good broadcaster? Let's assume that he took the job. Let's assume that he took the job. I will go first on this. My perspective, uh, I don't think he will be. I, I, I would say annoying, guarded, and dull, those three things, if you could line them all up, and I will link them together for you uh, like Legos. I will stack them up and line them up and, and the whole thing. But but we'll begin with A. Peyton Manning is the swell, golly gee whiz pitch man. That's what he is now. He sells you stuff you don't need on television. He sells you pizza that you probably shouldn't be eating. It's against your diet. Uh, and other items, right? And, and so, in his delivery, can you imagine on television for three hours listening to that? That would be torture, is what that would be, right? Now, in small doses, people seem to find Peyton Manning amusing and refreshing, and I, I understand. But three and a half hours of an NFL broadcast each week, you would want to throw the remote control at the television. Be so annoying. You got slick balls. Yeah, and you know Peyton Manning. Here's the deal: he's a big enough star that we've we've seen this in the past. Peyton could speak incoherent gibberish, and still would be fond all over. Like he's at that level. Peyton could play tiddlywinks, and the psycho fans would, would the psycho fans would, would would praise him. They would celebrate him for his competitive spirit on the broadcast. They would say how great he is. And there's an illness, and a lot of people have this. I work with some people that have this. It's called celebrity worship syndrome. Celebrity worship syndrome. And it's an obsessive, addictive disorder where people just become obsessed with celebrity and the, the, the people that they worship here. And Peyton Manning's at the top of a lot of people's list. Now, what makes a good broadcaster? The second part is, so you might have a different list than I have. On my list, on my list of what makes a good broadcaster, you have to be unencumbered. You have to be unafraid. Peyton Manning does not strike me as either one of those things. He is guarded. He is also Peyton Manning beholden to his corporate partners. You can't shoot from the hip if you're Peyton Manning. You can't. Why? Obvious reasons, because your car insurance company – your your car endorser. Mike. Let's go, insurance and justice. Yeah, yeah, Let's go. I mean, they'd be upset with you, right? You know, Peyton says the wrong thing, and next thing you know, is like they're, they're calling you up, busting your balls. What are you doing, Peyton? It's a bad job by you. Shame on you. And and, and so, my position has been: most athletes, not all, but most. And I, when I say most, I'm going over ninety percent. And over 95% blow as broadcasters. They suck. Uh, they Now, there's, they're still part of the fraternity. That's why. They're still part of the fraternal order of their athletic leagues. Their baseball players don't want to step on any toes in baseball. And, and, and so because of that, because you're still part of that, 
the jockocracy is a plague on sports TV. Now, right now, by using Mallard Math, by my calculation, there is only one former player that has been able to break the glass ceiling of the jockocracy. A former player that is able to freshly say whatever he wants. He's not worried about the pushback. He's not worried about people calling him up, giving him a hard time. Now, you know who I'm talking about, right? You know, I didn't even have to say the name here. You know exactly who I'm talking about. That's right, Charles Barkley. That's it. Charles Barkley is the only one. Charles Barkley steps on a lot of players in the NBA. They get upset with him. They, they say nasty things. Oh, you're just a clown, Charles. You're the jester, and they make fun of him, and they goof on him. But he continues to say things that other NBA broadcasters will not say, mainly because they, they're worried about offending people in the fraternity. Peyton Manning could not hold Charles Barkley's jelly donut when it comes to being a sportscaster, and I see no evidence to the contrary that, that, that I would be wrong on that uh, at all. Now, the, the last thing, the parting shot on this, Peyton Manning – it's a long shot, but he's the kind of guy that the, the four-letter network in Connecticut loves. They love this because he's a big name, and as I've just highlighted and underlined, he's safe. And it doesn't necessarily matter if you're boring and dull when you're a big-name athlete. You've got a high Q rating. And so the fact that you're not good, that doesn't matter. That's secondary. TV executives, as a general rule, the people that make the hiring decisions at television networks are fanboys, they're jock sniffers, and they're star efforts. Uh, that's who they are. They, they're like Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones is the same way. He's a jock sniffer and a star effort. They, they love the big name. Can't get enough of the big name. And they are convinced, and maybe the data backs this up, that pe- people are dopes and they will watch no matter what. Um, and and I, I would say in general, there's not anyone – that you go out of your way, at least for me, that I go out of my way and say, I really want to watch that game because blank is calling the game. It just doesn't exist. It doesn't. Now, it could be more enjoyable. Like for me, uh, when Al Michaels is calling the game, it feels like a bigger game. When Back in the day, when Keith Jackson called the college football game, it felt like it had more meaning. Uh, Al, Al Michaels is the guy now. Brent Musburger had that for a while. When he was doing it, uh, but that's that's it. I mean, Joe Buck does a pretty good job, but I don't. Do I when I watch Joe Buck do a game? Do I think, well, this is a bigger game because Joe Buck? No, I don't. I don't. And you know, Jim Nance and his photos of burnt toast. No, I don't. Uh, but maybe you do. Maybe you do. Maybe you're in that. And, and as far as like the color commentator that adds the flavor to the broadcast, uh, the, the the other big media story was involving a Rod and he's going to do the Sunday night baseball games. And A-Rod's a, a competent broadcaster, but he also is still part of it. He doesn't want to want to go too far, even though he would be the perfect guy to go too far because he's already dabbled in all kinds of shady activity back in the day when he was playing baseball. All right, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox. You want to comment on any of this, you are more than welcome to do it. You can give us a buzz, and the number is Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. If you would like to be a part of the show, Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie Garcia. Uh, right there. Now, if my yeah. memory serves me correctly, uh, and right. it may not. Okay. Uh, uh, you are not real big on Romo, your boy being a broadcaster yeah that's kind of worked out i mean he's not what you're looking for he's not yeah, ripping he, anybody except for maybe Deion sanders that one he time, got but, off to uh, a good start but he uh, there was just a lot of odd sound by like noises that he made yeah it's not like he was having well, an orgasm while he was doing the game some people like that and i could see some people not liking that i think you know what happened some executive at cbs said boy this is really good Keep making those sound effects, man. That's great. No, the, well, millennial, I, the millennials I, love it. And so Tony's like, okay. I don't know about the millennials. Bang, but... boom. He's like trying to do a cheap John Madden. <laughs> I, I think he's trying to show his enthusiasm for the game, and I think sometimes that comes across 
okay, like kind of being a showing that he's still a fan of football and that he really loves football. But there are other times when it's just a little bit too much too. So I'm kind of torn on it. I know my wife was a big fan of it. She's like, oh, listen to him. He's having such a good time. I'm like, yeah, it worked for a few weeks, but then Tony, as the season's gone on, he's you know he didn't quite hit the. uh, hit the fastball as often as he did early in the year. But I also don't see Peyton Manning being that. I mean, he's not going to be up there, you know, making sounds and joking and uh, he's going to the, the only be reason, very serious about it and he certainly isn't going to be too critical of anyone, I don't think. No, no, he'll be a bore. He'll be a dullard. But the only reason Peyton would do it is because he has to continue, you know, you want to get the spot, you want to keep the sponsors happy. You got to be out there. You got to be in the public eye all the time, right? And you, well, that would certainly do it. Yeah, that would be a, a prime position for him to get some some attention, because I know he needs the attention. Plus, I what know. else is he doing, honestly? I mean, he's not running his pizza chains, is he? I mean, he's... You don't think he's running his Papa John's, Pop, making the, large, maybe, maybe the maybe large he's, pepperoni? <laughs> maybe he's back there throwing <laughs> up the dough? Do they even you know? do that at Papa John's, or is it all... They don't even throw it up. I, I, honestly, I, I, I don't I've know. never been in a Papa John's. You've never had... I've had Papa John's. I've before. had it like a, you know, at like a, you know, you go to someone's house and they're having, that's what they're having, but yeah. I've, never, or I've never ordered it before. Like people, there's some people that really hate Papa John's. I don't hate it. I it's not my favorite, but I don't hate it. It's you know, it's, it tastes uh, like all the others to me. I don't. know. It doesn't seem like it tastes that much different. Am I wrong? Uh, I think it's ch- cheap pizza, but that there's nothing wrong it's with fast that. food pizza. Yeah, exactly. That's what it's supposed uh, exactly. to be. Yeah, you're not getting a there's. A, you know, but I'd rather have that than the uh, there's a there's a pizza place right down the street here that's a high-end pizza place oh yeah and it, they give you a giant pie which I is like 30 bucks too. and it's like we, five we'll look, something we agree it's on. it's like six slices and it's gone you know a bunch of animals that work here by they the way always get that they, too i don't know so why annoying. it's just yeah it's bad you know, and it's like the old uh, the old line from the late yogi bear you cut it into smaller slices so you know what i mean is we need more slices Anyway, all right. It's uh, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We'll take some phone calls. Uh, let's take a call real quick. We have some time right now. Let's go to Matt, who's in Southern California. Hello, Matt. Hey, Ben. Yeah, yeah. This is the part. This is the. I've done the big introduction, Matt, and now Hello? this is your your time to shine. You are in the marquee. You are on the radio. You're a Renaissance man. Let's see what you got. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about the Eagles bashing that you've been doing. Uh, not, not, to... uh, not bashing. Uh-oh. Accurate reporting would be the way I would, I would frame it. Not bashing. Accurate. Just merely well, reporting what I see. You need to listen to Eddie because he's the majority of them you might say, okay, they do bad things, but you can't lump all Eagles fans into the whole I can't. In fact, I've already done it. I've already done it. So it's too late. I've already done <laughs> so wait, wait. it. Hold on, hold on. I, I've so already I'm... pointed out my position on Eagle fans. Okay. So I'm I'm 32 years old, and I'm I'm labeled as the person that was throwing snowballs at Santa. I'm labeled as no, the guy that I was didn't bring that up. No, you're, you're, you're the guy that punched, like, you're the I'm guy that punched the a horse. You punched a horse. At, yes. At Vikings, right? Yes. You punched. Yeah, punched you punched it. You uh, wanted was, to rape <laughs> female Viking fans, threw batteries oh, at man. kids, and punched horses. That's you. Well, how does it that, feel? Does actually, it feel good? I was actually sitting in front of my in front of my TV with my four year old, cheering for my fa- or for my Eagles with two non-alcoholic beverages. I know, really? I know that's two not like Eagles fans. Two non-alcoholic beverages. Yes, it's that's crazy. a bad job know, by you. You got to go back to South Philly and you, know, you got to start lighting <laughs> stuff on fire. That's what you got to do, what man. I'm saying. That's like saying that all good cops commit racial injustices. Like yes, you're, very you're similar. Yes, very similar. Right? Very similar. Very, very right? similar comparison, guilty Matt. By very similar. Yes. You how about, how about you? How about sir? you defend, Matt? How right? about you defend wait, 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 wait. your boorish? Yeah, of course, you're cutting me off. I'm not cutting, cutting you off, speak. Matt. Okay, got it. Defend, got it. defend, guilty defend, by defend is what you said. Defend the hundreds of videos. That's like saying defend, that all bad cops that who commit racial injustice defend your guys. Defend all good cops, and that means that they're bad. Again, that's a. Hold on. They wait. They wear the uniform. Do you correct? know what? Do you know what a non? I'm not talking about correct. police, Matt. I'm, I'm talking about. Well, so I am talking, Matt. See, so Matt. I'm so not talking. So all right, listen. You have an agenda about racial injustice. Go give it to somebody else. I want to hear your crap. All right. Let me explain something to you. Okay. Be very clear. That's called a non sequitur. That's what guys like Danny G do with the red herrings. We're talking about Philadelphia Eagle fans. If you think it's okay to throw batteries at people and chuck beers at them because they're wearing different colored uniforms and you think that that behavior is acceptable, these people raised by wolves, that's on you. That's not on me. I'm not talking about police officers here. 
I'm not talking about racial injustice. I do a sports radio show. I'm talking about what I witnessed by Neanderthal beast Philadelphia Eagle fans. Undomesticated animals. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Third degree time, we bring in the master of ceremonies, the Coupe de Loup. Ben, Derek Carr said on Monday that he wants John Gruden to be tough on him. Now, this is after lots of speculation that Gruden's extra critical approach to the quarterback position might not mix well with Carr's personality. Ben, do you expect there to be any Carr-Gruden drama down the line? Yes, I hope there's lots of it. I, I expect it to happen, and we will be here manning the microphones of Fox Sports Radio to chronicle all of it on the Ben Maller Show. Every twist and turn. There's a 99% chance that this is not kumbaya roasting marshmallows around the fire. First of all, as Bill Belichick would say, we are not talking about open heart surgery here. It is only football. Successful coaches understand. They understand what? They understand the weakness of players, and you got to hide that. Now, Derek Carr showed a lot of weaknesses last year playing quarterback for the Raiders. Some of them in the locker room dealing with other players, like shout out Beast Mode, Marshawn Lynch. Uh, but from Gruden's perspective here, play calling, that is the most important thing John Gruden can provide, calling the right plays that sets up Derek Carr to succeed and, and get back to what he had been very briefly when Carr was an MVP candidate. And secondly, there's no guarantee that Carr and John Gruden are going to assimilate working together smoothly. It's more probable than not that there are going to be some speed bumps along the way. And Carr was essentially like a, a, a carpet last year. He was walked on last season. And the questions of whether he was a one-hit wonder, a flash in the pan, have been raised here. If he gets off to a slow start in 2018, the first four weeks of the season, he's playing the way he did last year. It's only going to enhance the noise around the Raiders, and that will reinforce the chatter that Derek Carr was, as I said, a flash in the pan. Next! Pat Shermer was named head coach of the Giants on Monday. Now this will be Shermer's second go-around as a head coach, the first one being in Cleveland. This time's got to go better than the first time, right, Ben? No, no, no. I mean, listen, I, I get that the idea of leaving Cleveland and going to coach the Giants as your next head coaching job is like going from Section 8 housing to the Taj Mahal in comparison if you compare the two teams. But uh, I, I give Pat Shermer a less than 15% chance of succeeding. And when I say succeeding, I say keeping the job for more than four years. That's success. I don't see that happening. A, Shermer is a vanilla ice cream cone. That only works if you're winning big. It only works if you're winning big. And we can bring up Belichick's name again. If Belichick was losing, he was about to be fired before Drew Bledsoe got hurt and Tom Brady came in all those years ago. Unless Shermer becomes a much more engaging person, and we'll see how energetic and enthusiastic he is, I, I don't see this being a happy long-term relationship. It's more of a short, short-term fling with the Giants and Pat Shermer. And B, if you look at the New York Giants, they have a bunch of players on that team that are divas. They showed that last year. Now, they're better pl- football players than the Cleveland Browns that Pat Shermer coached years ago. But you've got Odell Beckham coming off an injury. You've got Elijah Manning, who hasn't exactly aged like Tom Brady. He, he plays often like a dinosaur. And you've got a bunch of guys who have agendas in the locker room, and their agenda is not winning. That's not the top priority for the Giants. There'll be a honeymoon period, very brief honeymoon period. My advice to Pat Shermer is to rent, to not buy a house, to rent a house. Next. Now, it's been so long since he's played that some may have forgotten that the uh, Vikings had a rookie that seemed to be emerging as something special. Dalvin Cook was on fire before he suffered an ACL tear early in the season. Yeah. After advancing to jogging this week, Cook said that he thought he could have helped a lot with the uh, postseason run. Ben, do you think a healthy Cook could have made a difference? 
Yeah, it's nice of him to say that. I'm sure he's got very, very good self-confidence and belief in his ability and all that. But I'm going to go no. Dalvin Cook, last I checked, is a running back. He's a running back. The Vikings issue were Case Keenum being bad at a time you can't be bad and mainly on just a lack of overall energy on defense. They just got stomped on the Vikings by the Eagles. The purple people eaters turned Nick Foles into Jesus Christ. It was a pathetic display of football. And number two, the Vikings, the fact that they did not show up in the second half, they just it just had nothing. Dalvin Cook wouldn't have changed that. Maybe he would have been a little bit of an, uh, uh, an addition, but... No, I'm not, I'm not buying that. Single-handedly, would he have kept the Vikings in the game? No way. All right, there it is. Maller to the third degree. How did we do? Ben, you passed this edition. That's a winner! Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Attention, everyone. And the password is... Password. You idiot. Password, the word game of the stars. Here's Ben Maller. All right, here we go. It's password time. And who is going to play password? Let's see. Who do we have? We have Gary in Des Moines, Iowa. Hello, Gary. Good morning to you. Good morning, Ben. Good morning, Gary. What's going on in Des Moines this morning? Uh, Just another cold, cold day. Yeah. You sound excited about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready for the summer. Now, are you? We always ask this question because this is our weird hour where some a lot of people are just getting started on their day, but other people are ending their day. Like, where are you at on the spectrum? Well, I'm kind of in the middle of that. Yeah. I, I get off work at eleven o'clock. And, eleven um, o'clock, man. Yeah, and then I come home, have a little dinner, and listen to you for a while, and then go to sleep. Yeah. And then you know, nature called. Oh, okay. See, I thought you meant eleven in the morning. I didn't know eleven at night. I was confused by that. So you, yeah, yeah. I okay. get off. Of, I get. I'm night manager at a fitness center. Oh, okay. I got you. Very cool. Are people in Des Moines in good shape? Um, it depends. I mean, yeah. I think in Des Moines, West Des Moines, in the city, they're they're they seem to be in pretty yeah. good shape. Outside, they're pigs. But in the city, <laughs> yeah, they're one. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, hold on, Gary. And uh, you will be playing. And Andy in Indiana. Hello, Andy. Hello, Ben. How on? are you? Andy, it's been a while. Oh, yeah. It's been a while, Andy. I know. I've tried to get in, but uh, yeah. blocked at every pass. I understand. Andy's the big voice guy, the big booming voice guy. That's a much, much more professional broadcaster than I am, clearly. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I got you. Uh, hold on a hold on a sec, uh, Andy. Uh, Gary, who do you want to partner up with, Gary? You can play with me, Ben. You got Eddie over there, Danny G, or the Koopa Loop. Uh, let's do it, Ben. All right, Gary, it's a good job by you. A smart choice, and we will bring it home, and let's see who uh, Andy's going to lose with. Andy, who would you like to go down and defeat with? Uh, Mr. Garcia. All right, that'll be the person that you uh, partner up with and you lose. All right, so that those are the teams we've got. Andy in Indiana and Eddie, that's the losing team. Gary in Des Moines and me, Ben, will be the winning team. Password in its entirety. We get to that. We do it next. All right, let's get to it. It's time now for in its entirety. Password, the word game of the stars. Here we go. Now the teams are Gary in Des Moines and me, Ben, and then Andy in Indiana and Eddie. Those are the the guys going against each other. And Danny G's got all the the rest of it. All right, gentlemen, there are 10 words on the board. Each are worth 10 points for every incorrect guess. We take a point away. Gary, you are on the line first. You get to pick the first word. One through 10. Pick a number. Number five. Number five. Number five. All right. Very good. All right. Uh, Here we go. Uh, The we start with 10 points. As you said, we go down. All right. Uh, The word I will use is cinema. Movie. No, no. All right, Andy, uh, you heard heard Ben's clue of cinema. My clue is auditorium. Theater. That's correct. Uh. (laughs) Well, Gary, we set him up. Eddie would not have gotten that if it wasn't for us. We should get a half a point for that. We get some credit. You get nothing. Well, of course, it was my hard work with the wonderful word cinema, which, of course, is theater. Anyway. All right, it is Andy's turn. One through four or six through ten? Pick a number. I'll pick eight. All right, Eddie, number eight. 
Number eight. All right. Um, let's see here. You know all about that one, Eddie. Andy, the password is emotion. Emotion. Terrible love. Feeling. No. All right. Uh, I will go with, this is something I know a lot about, uh, lust. Lust. Love. No! <laughs> no, that's love and lust are totally different. You can... Uh, All right, Andy, we've had... Uh, explain the birds and the bees. Lust, emotion. How about intensity? Horny. <laughs> that's, that's, not, that's not wrong, but uh, no. Uh, all right, let, let Gary, this is where we get right back in the okay. game, Gary. Right. This is where we get it here. Uh, desire. Passion. Bam! Woohoo! Uh. Get like three points, but that's all right. Um, I don't know, what is that, Coop? Like seven points. Seven points. All right, we're only Emotion. down by two, we're, we're, and we're going up. This is like the Belichick thing. Like, because, you know, we scored before halftime. Now we get the ball right away after halftime. All right, back to Gary. Here we go. Gary, Gary pick a number one through four, six, seven, nine, or ten. Three. Word number three you pick. All right. Let's see here. <laughs> uh, all right. I, I think this will work. Uh, snuggle. Snuggle. Um. Think about it, Gary. Think about it, Gary. Cuddle. Yeah, that's what I'm oh. talking about. Good job by you, Gary. Good. And who's got the lead? You can put it on the board. That's right, the good guys. Next All word. All right, uh, Andy. 17 to 9, I believe is the score. Is that accurate? Yes. 1, 2, 4, Woo-hoo. 6, 7, 9, or 10. I'll try 2. <laughs> oh, no. All right, Andy. Uh, the password is... Picnic. Huh. Picnic. Wow. Um, Five seconds. I don't know. Um, Lunch. No. All right. Well, Eddie, Eddie said picnic. I am going to go with playground. Um, park. Bam! That's oh. what I'm talking about. Oh. We That's should get, a, we should get a half point you because don't have our word. You don't have any points, Eddie. You're getting that? destroyed here. It's a blowout situation, 26 to 9. Good guys have stormed from behind, just like the Patriots. All right, next word. They've stormed from behind. <laughs> next word, quit stalling. I'm not stalling. Oh, I don't care. I'll keep going all day. I don't care. Okay, he's left on the board. One, four, six, seven, nine, or ten. Is it me? Uh, yeah. Gary, right? No, yes. Gary. Yes. Oh, it's me? Okay, yeah, I'll take two. Gary. I'll do two. Well, we, we just did, did two. two. No, we did two. We, oh, we, we, did we two. nailed that so one. We one, that one. That's a penalty. <laughs> one, four, what? six, what? seven, nine, minus nine. Minus nine Oh, points. shut up. Uh, okay, I'll do seven. seven. I'll do seven. Seven. All right. Now, I'm going to use the Maller maneuver oh, on no. this one. Oh, no. Oh, no. This should be good. Now, I think I, I think I can do this. I think I'm allowed uh, to. Sounds like cheating already. Well, no. Me. I mean, let me, uh, I'm going to ask. Hurry I'm up. Ask. Hurry up. I can do that, right? Yeah. All right. All right. I can do that. All right. Uh, Gary, here we go. I'm using the Maller maneuver. This is a patented maneuver. Do not attempt this at home uh, or in your car. Here we go. You know how the Maller maneuver works, Okay. Gary. Let's now, go. Now, t- sh- tell me again how it works. No, we don't have time oh, for that. Uh, do uh, it. I lead, I lead you into the word, Gary. Okay. All right. Crude. Vulgar. No! That's not the Andy. That's not the maneuver! Lubricant. <laughs> Lubricant, Andy. Oh. Lubricant. Lubricant. What? Uh, oil. Yes! Let's go. Crude Next oil! Pick a word. Gary, it's crude oil, Gary. That's a banana maneuver. We're one, talking four, six, nine, or ten. Quickly. Uh, one. Okay, the password is. Ache. Ache? Ache. A-C-H-E. Ache. Pain. Yes! Oh. Yeah! It's over! Yes! It's not over! Give me another word! It's not over! <laughs> We're Throw out of time! Out there. All right, We're uh, out of time! Throw another word out there! 
Four, <laughs> six, <laughs> seven, seven, or ten. <laughs> Hurry up. Pick a number quickly. One. We already just did one. Four. What's wrong four, with you? Four, 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 four. You, you want four? Okay. All right, here we go. Let's do it. Uh, let's go with. Uh, oh no! I don't know. Let's see here. Oh, no. I'm not choking. It's, it's In, over. Impede! Impede! Stop! No! Oh, that's, wrong. that's a winner! That's not. That's not. Listen. <laughs> the journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.